Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. I eventually broke this mental barrier of thinking I wasn't smart enough to code. And then I started reading all these self-help books by the time I was 15. And I was like, oh, wait, I can code. It's all in my head. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup. And you're listening to We Are LA Tech. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast. Here at the fabulous Beach House co-work right by the beach. It is a beautiful, beautiful day today. I am so excited to be celebrating the wonderful women in tech based here in Los Angeles on the show. Next up, we have Skylar. Hello, Skylar. Hi. Go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody. Hi. So my name is Skylar Bjorn. I'm an 18-year-old freshman at LMU. And how long would you say you've been in the quote unquote L.A. tech scene? Are you from L.A.? Yes, I've lived in Los Angeles my whole life. Um, I used to live in San Marino, which is by Pasadena. I just moved to Tarzana recently and I like commute to LMU. Um, So I've kind of been in the the tech stuff since I was 14. And uh, you even started a Silicon Beach blog. What's that about? So um, I started at Bjorn's Guys on Instagram. It's in a website, www.bjornsky.com. So um, I go to like different events and stuff in Silicon Beach and I write, I take notes there anyways. And so I started taking pictures and posting on Instagram and I made a website. So I just like write all these notes about what I learned from the events for other people to see. And how did you build the website? WordPress. And self-hosted. And how many apps have you built? Two. And so you've, you're self-taught in building websites and building apps. So how do you learn how to build all this stuff? I just like use the internet. I used to be really into Steve Jobs, and there's some quote by him where he's like, all the tools are around you. Was that Steve Jobs? Okay, maybe that was someone else. I don't know. Um, and it's like, all the tools are around you. And I was like, all the tools are around me. The internet. I mean, so many things are on the internet. I just, like, go on there, and I just, like, I'll just sit there for hours and be like, oh, this thing, this thing. I just, like, spend all these hours researching and just find the stuff I need to learn. And was LMU part of the plan to become the entrepreneur that you are today? No, actually. Um, I almost considered not going to college, but then I decided to apply to college. And then I applied for, but LMU was the only school I applied for entrepreneurship for. All the other ones were like a computer science. or. So you initially got interested in entrepreneurship when you were about 14 years old. Yes. What happened then? So um, when I was 14, um, I just, I just got really into entrepreneurship. I think that's why I really started like kind of listening to my dad. Like he just talked a lot about business stuff. And then I think actually over the years, like a couple years before that too, it just kind of floated in the back of my head. And then just one day I just got really into organic food and stuff. And I was like, I want to do an organic food line. And then I started this Instagram that told random facts about organic food. And I was building a following on there. I had a couple thousand followers, but I don't really post on it anymore. And then that was when I was 14, but they didn't know I was 14. They had no idea how old I was, but I had some fans on there. And then um, I was doing this organic food line called Bjorni's Dog Treats. And so, um, but then I didn't really know business at the time. So then that kind of stopped. And then um, I came up with this idea called Closet Track when I was a freshman. So it was an iOS app that tracks your clothing and receipts. And then I eventually coded it when I was 16, a junior in high school. Because then um, 
I eventually broke this mental barrier of thinking like, oh, first I thought I wasn't smart enough to code. And then I like started reading all these self-help books by the time I was 15. And I was like, oh, wait, I can code. It's all in my head. Just need to get over this mental barrier. And then I finally coded it. And how did you learn how to code? So um, I learned from Udemy courses online because I have so many courses like, oh, how to be an iOS developer and blah, 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 blah. Just so many of them. Right. And then so I just went on there and I took a couple classes and then I go on YouTube, find some other stuff because there's so many programmers on YouTube. And then um, if I had questions, if, like when I got errors, I'd go into stackoverflow.com. I was asking, I think I was asking too many questions because I almost got banned from it. But um, yeah, so. So exactly what is Udemy and what is Stack Overflow? So Udemy is this place where there's all these teaching courses. Um, they have like sales where it goes down to like $10 and people tell you all about all this different stuff. I mean, there's tons of sites like it, like lynda.com. You know, it's just, it's one of those, like, uh, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of sites with courses. And how about Stack Overflow? What's that? Stack Overflow is, like, where developers post questions, like, oh, if I'm having this error, or this ask, like, other developers questions about tech stuff, and then they'll get responses, so they, like, they'll post their code or something, and then developers will be like, oh, this is what you did wrong, this is what you need to correct the code to make it work. And your dad's in tech, he's a product manager, so did you discover Stack Overflow through him, or was there, how did you discover it? I, I just found it online. I think I was just looking up an error or something. And then all these little threads from Stack Overflow popped up and I clicked on it. And now has your father been a big influence in you deciding to pursue the tech world? Yeah, because like I'll just be sitting in my room or something and he'll just like kind of waltz into my room and then he'll be like, oh, did you hear about this? And then he'll talk for like a few hours. Sometimes he'll talk for a long time and I'll start falling asleep. But it's like it's really interesting, though, because I, I do really like my dad because he's like really entertaining and he's like smart. He's he's, he's like a big visionary. and He just like knows a lot. And, it, and then I just and I just kind of like get all that information. Just Even if I don't understand the time, it just kind of like sits in my subconscious mind. And then one day I'll be like, oh, wait. And what would you say you do in order to connect deeper with fellow people in the tech community? What resources do you access in order to Find mentorship. Well, I go to different like meetups, events and stuff, and I'll start talking to people. And then um, I just like go out a lot. And where do you find all these events? Like uh, meetup.com and Eventbrite. And you got a scholarship for LMU. How did you go about getting a scholarship and, and what really attracted you to LMU to want to go to school there? Why pick LMU and going to school versus just doing the startup life? So um, throughout high school, I mean, I wasn't really focused on the SAT. I really didn't want to take it on. So I tried to avoid the SAT, but I had to take it. I didn't even know the SAT subject tests existed, so I didn't do those. So I was more focused on extracurriculars. Like uh, like when I was a freshman in high school, I was working on the doctorate line, and I was sat on a board from when I was a freshman to a sophomore in high school. When I was a sophomore in high school, I founded a club called Feed Them to donate organic food to teens in need. Um, over the summer, going to junior year, when I was 15, I did my first paid internship at a startup called Choctaw in Pasadena. Then um, Choctaw would have me go to different events. So then in September 2015, I was recruited by an organic cottage cheese line called Good Culture, which I still work for as a brand ambassador. So I'm kind of like a salesperson. And then through that, I was recruited eight times in high school to be a salesperson. And then I started coding Closet Track by junior year. And then I coded my first iPhone app. And then I called it Coded Serene VR my second iPhone app when I was 17 as a senior in high school. And what's your interest in VR and AI? I don't know. I just, my dad, my dad got the Vive. So like the Vive was pretty cool. And I went to like VR LA a couple of times and it was just, it was just really cool. It's a really cool convention because it's all dark in there. And they have all like these lights and stuff, all these different lights like flashing around. And 
It's a really cool convention because most conventions are just like normal lights. And you go in there, there's like all these like little headsets and people trying all these different things. And then they have like these talks about virtual reality and stuff. And then even if you don't really understand it too much, you'll like understand it later. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because if it's so new to you, you don't really understand. AI is really interesting because I believe it will change the world. You know, like personal assistants and stuff like AI will like be tailored to you more personal, in my opinion. Um, I mean, I'm not, I don't know a ton about AI, but. I find it really fascinating. We all have to start somewhere. What What's one LA tech talent or company you've come across lately who have really impressed you? There's this guy named Marty and he did this iPhone app called Shadow Draw. And so it um they have like real artists like put drawings and then people learn how to draw from the drawing and stuff. And they actually got into the most loved apps on the Apple App Store stuff. So they're up there and he got like a bunch of downloads. But he was actually a mentor at startup weekend at LMU and he was like helping with our group and stuff and then I saw him again just this past Thursday at this event called Founders Live in downtown LA that my friend Lucas Capistani hosted and then he pitched their shadow draw and I helped him demo it and stuff and he was just like really really into the app and it was quite addicting and I was trying not to get addicted and then he's like come on draw some more I'm like no 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 I'm not gonna get addicted because it's like it's just like you just keep following the lines to draw like cats or something. And LMU has been a huge part of evolving into the entrepreneur and leader that you want to be. Um, tell us more about the program that you're a part of at LMU. So I'm an entrepreneurship major, minor in philosophy. Um, th- th- there isn't really too much of the major in classes yet, but they do start business classes starting freshman year. So they have like these classes called BATM and then you go up in BATM classes like BATM 1010, BATM 1010. 10, so it's like a little bit but then they also have like um they have these clubs on campus and stuff so there's like entrepreneurship society seed because i was in the entrepreneurship society i made friends with a guy from lmu who's a senior named lucas Castani. he's really into business stuff and so i became friends with him and he's just like really interesting with the business stuff so that was that was inspiring too and then i was in a group at startup weekend with him and we want to get into startup weekend but before we go there you at one point made a decision whether to go to LMU or just to do the startup life and not go to college. What mm-hmm. helped influence your decision to go to, to college? In a way, I don't know. Um, it's like just in case everything goes wrong, I'd still have a major in entrepreneurship and then I could like be a product manager or something so I could still do entrepreneur stuff. So the hackathon was in LMU. What role did you play in the hackathon? So um. I was like the designer. So I actually designed the mock-up for the thing that was called Dream Share. So it was like connecting entrepreneurs. So um, I created the mock-up. So like the design, like when they tried drawing the view controllers or screens on the board, and then I like changed it. I made it like a, a cuter design. Like I created the wireframe. And how did you learn how to wireframe something? I just watched a Udemy video. So it's all about you to me. Udemy has been an amazing resource in in online education for you. And it's something that we can all access. So that's really, really cool. So you've built you built two apps and you're about to build your third app. Um, that's amazing. How have your apps done so far? And uh, what have you learned from the experience in, in building the two so far? I've learned to really, really market, honestly, because I wasn't really thinking about marketing at the time. I coded it and I realized, oh, my gosh, I should market this. And the thing is, I was an 18 at the time, so my dad had access to all of the users I had. So I, I can really, I have no idea how many users I have, honestly, because um, I don't know, he doesn't show me too consistently. So, yeah, so because you can get your own app developer account once you turn 18. 
So I'm going to do my new a new app developer account so I can have always access. So just like make sure you just have access of everything and like you really, really market well and actually market. What is your favorite social media platform to use? Instagram. And why do you like that one the best? Do you use Snapchat still? Yeah, I use Snapchat all the time, but not for marketing stuff. I just talk to my friends on there. It's quite entertaining. I actually like Snapchat. It's just, it's really funny. But um, no, but for like business wise, Instagram, because like it's so much. There's so many people on Instagram and it's so much easier for people to find you versus like a Facebook page. But you have a Facebook for your company, too, right? Yeah, I only have like 32 likes versus like over a thousand followers on Instagram. And what if you could be anywhere next year, a, a year from now with your company, what would be your dream? Well, I guess in a year, I'd see my artificial intelligence fashion app launched and I'd have like thousands of users and it'd just make me really happy. And I'd be like, yeah, that's me. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I did that. <laughs> that's awesome. And how often do you post your Silicon Beach blog? Um, well, I used to post once a week, but then I actually have some fans or followers, I don't know, but I have a bunch of people DMing me and some of them are like, you should post more frequent. So now I'm trying to post like every couple days, but I try not to every day because I don't know if that, some people are like, you should post a few times a day, but I feel like if you post too much, you start going down in likes. What's the best advice your dad's given you about business? Your dad's in tech. He's in LA tech too, product product manager, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the best advice he's given you? Pretty much just like, just keep going. Like if someone's kind of done the idea, you know, just pivot it a bit, make it better. You know, stay focused. And how can people connect with you online? Well, you can um, follow me at Bjorn Skies on Instagram, B-J-O-R-N-S-K-Y-S. So you can, like, find my Facebook, Bjorn Sky, which is a page. Um, I also have the website. Thank you so much, Skylar, for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast. It is awesome. I'm sure tons of people will run into you at the LA Tech events here. If you guys want to know what LA Tech events are going on, the We Are LA Tech mobile app, just go to wearelatech.com slash app. It has every single event by every LA Tech event organizer. It is awesome. In one swipe, you could add the events to your personal phone and calendar. I will talk to you guys, see you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Remember to say hello at We Are LA Tech on all socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Bye. Yes, you can now get your We Are LA Tech tea. You've all been asking for it. Just go to wearelatech.com slash shop to be a part of the movement to make Los Angeles the top city in the world for tech. Yes, we are number three. Let's get it to number one. We are latech.com slash shop represent. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL most valuable listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.